talking, 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 talking. That was decisive. That was a really good clap I just did. It was so good, and I tried very, very hard to <laughs> quietly plug my headphones in. Thank you. Thank you. Just trying to make your life easy, girl. That's why I'm here. Amy, we're wearing the same pants. Oh, my God. That was the coolest discovery of the year. We're wearing Amy, the same pants from Target. Amy got up to go pee, and I was like, I'm wearing the same pants as you. And I said it, like, halfway, and then she was like, they're from Target. And I was like, mine are from Target. And we're wearing the exact same pajama pants. Yes, we are, because we're so cool, and we're so connected even from halfway across the country. So I bought mine a really long time ago. Did you get yours recently? No, really long okay. time ago. <laughs> okay. So we've had the same pants for a long time. Funny story, maybe. I'll put quotations around the funny part. I know exactly when I bought these pants. <laughs> because I sad bought these pants. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sad bought my pants too. <laughs> okay. I may beat you though because okay. I know when I was buying these pants. <laughs> So I bought these pants with a gift card my mother sent me to Target. Like, literally, I had been so depressed. My mom was just like, here's $50 for Target. And I went and bought these. And I was going to save. I was going to buy groceries because I was very broke back then. But I had just gone to a therapy appointment with my then husband, Mm. at which my husband said, Things are really rough right now. And his therapist turned to me and said, yeah, you know, sometimes people change and that's okay. And I suddenly went, wait a minute. I'm not here to talk about your depression. I think you're trying to break up with me. (laughs) Okay. You deserved Uh, those pants and a bottle of wine. I literally, I remember I walked out of there and I walked over to Target. I like drove over to Target and was like, huh. And I was like. I want these pants and they're not on sale, but I'm going to buy them anyway. And I have legitimately, I have mended. I, there's a hole and I sewed oh. them up because I love these pants. They made me feel secure and happy when <laughs> things were not Honestly, secure and happy. Like I know that we're, neither of us are materialistic people, but there is something really gratifying about being just it is soothing and it means something otherwise you wouldn't be mending them and like Mm -hmm. we've been both I don't know why I said bought these I just remember sad buying them and I feel like we would have target purchases in general they truly are they truly are (laughs) I bought myself a bouquet of flowers there when I after I got my vaccine shot oh we both got vaccinated one down, one to go. Ooh, I'm so Pfizer excited. friends. Pfizer Wait, oh, did you? Pfizer. Yeah, okay. yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I got the Pfizer. Um, oh, I want to talk about that. But um, yeah. uh, I went. I I just went because my friend, who's a doctor, was like, "You can take a leave in Tylenol and alternate for pain or whatever." And I was like, "I have neither of those." So I went to Target, walked out of there with a bouquet of tulips for myself. You know. I wasn't planning on it. Just wanted to get some generic Tylenol to leave. But I was like, I I think these tulips are insanely overpriced. 
I've seen mm-hmm. better, but I'm buying mm-hmm. them for myself because it made me feel great. And now they look beautiful. Uh, tulips always look better when you bring them home. And, you know, one of my mother's sayings that I think she got from a book, and I appreciate it, she says, um, if you have $2, use $1 to buy bread to nourish your body and $1 to buy flowers to nourish your soul. And oh, I fucking believe that. I do, too. You're right. Mm-hmm. Bread cannot nourish our souls well, I mean bread maybe can actually soul, could frankly. actually <laughs> yeah I'm like if I'm in France eating a fresh baked baguette <gasps> yeah that's gonna motherfucking <sighs> nourish my soul but legitimately when I was like 12 years old people would be like what do you want to be when you grow up and I was like is bread taster a job because I love bread so much. Like, can I just travel the world and eat breads? And like, the funny thing is now, yes, I could be a fucking YouTuber. That, that is could so have been a job. I should have believed in myself. <laughs> you could have been a contender. I could have been a bread tender. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you love carbs as much as we do. Oh, wait, that's the ending. What I meant was... This is the podcast where we don't talk about carbs. We talk about ghosts because it's banshees and booze. I have paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage and I have not, a chunk of bread. I have not been initiating the intro in a while, as you can tell, because I started initiating the outro. I was totally going with it. It just felt right to me. I was like, yeah, if you like bread, then okay, thanks. Whoops. Please prescri- prescribe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This I is how to, yeah. you can tell we do not script this. Also, I have to confess, I'm halfway done with my drink because we logged oh. on early. We started chatting. We had a lovely chat. I've been, we, I'm halfway off. halfway in yeah. already. So what are you going to do? I'm catching up. <laughs> um, uh, so how? tell me, how was yeah. your experience with your first vaccine shot, Tammy? Thanks for asking, Amy. Uh, I got, uh, it was very funny because I signed up for a lot of places and in no time at all truly what four days I got the notification that I had an appointment for three days from then which I was supposed to be camping and I knew it was gonna happen but I was like you know what it's fine so I delayed my camping by like a day and a half and I just packed everything up I drove over to the place and I left straight from there to the campsite wow um it was very well ordered uh they had like a turn your radio to this thing so you could hear the instructions oh cool it was all drive through there were like three tents and a thousand people telling me what to do and um I had the thing where I I was driving through she gave me the shot I pulled up into the 15 minute waiting thing and I burst into fucking tears it's so emotional I just I literally didn't think it would happen this soon and I really did I was like this is oh my god I was taken aback by how emotional it actually was for me as well it was just I don't know. So surreal. I still haven't yeah. wrapped my mind around it. I'm like, wow, yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah, it, it's it amazing. makes me, you know, there's there. Uh, I haven't had that much beer, but there there's just frankly not a fucking lot to be really proud about in this country lately. It feels like. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I really felt like I was like, 
we're we're being cared for. Yes. We're being cared for. Yes. And that that feels really really good. I had um so the genius thing is that I immediately went camping and was like, huh, I hope I don't have any bad side effects. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, you just went off the grid completely. And yeah. that's like- uh, I had cell phone service, but um, <laughs> I had injection site soreness. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Felt like I'd got punched in the arm. So bad. And then you know what? I've got a secondary side effect. What was yours? That I, I have been reporting every day. I signed up for um, the Vax check-in. Did you guys get that too? Uh-uh. No. So we had a thing, and I think it was through the county I went through, but then CDC, they're text. I signed up, and they text me every day and say, it's time for your check-in, oh. and I report if I have any symptoms So because they're kind of trying to track those kinds of things, and I was, like, happy to do it. Huh. Um, I have, and I didn't realize it was the day I was leaving, so it happened, like, two days after, um, my armpit hurt like fuck. And mm. I thought I had just, uh, sprained something or pulled something when I was packing or unpacking or whatever. And then I came home and it was still really bad and kind of stingy. And I looked it up and cause I suddenly went like, Oh no, my lymph nodes. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm, I was like, I'm hiding lymph nodes down there. And I looked it up and there's a small number of people that are having a swollen lymph node. Yes. In, and, and it's on the side where yeah. I got the shot. So yeah. I keep reporting that one. Oh, but good. Yeah. I have, I actually know someone else who also had like major swollen lymph nodes and I read on this very trusted, this um, epidemiologist uh-huh. on did it. Instagram, who's fucking amazing. She's so cool. I think I heard of her through another podcast, and I forgot her name, but I'll add it at the end of the episode. But uh, they were kind of saying, like, she said, if because it's like she answers everyone's like real time questions on her stories, and oh, wow. it's like. Um, uh true or false don't get a mammogram after your uh you know after your shot because your lymph nodes will be swollen and she said you know never delay a mammogram but just know for sure that it will show possible false signs Mm -hmm. of like lumps because yeah and I'm like oh that's good so good to know you know I don't think mine are swollen at all but um yeah it's just like ah Excuse me, I already burped. <laughs> I, I was literally suppressing burps as we Never were doing this. Never suppress the burps. I know. I should let them fly. I should let them fly. That was one of the things that it said was that people are getting freaked out because a swollen lymph node under your arm is one of the first signs of breast cancer. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's yeah. probably just my damn vaccine. Yeah. Pretty so. much everything I feel I'm like, it's probably my vaccine. Yeah. Oh, I'm burping a lot. It's the vaccine. Yeah. All I got was like 48 hours late. So I felt great. I mean, my arm hurt. I couldn't really like raise it, but I knew that would happen. Yeah. And otherwise I was like, I feel amazing. I don't have any headaches. I feel great. Mm-hmm. And like 48 hours later, this fucking bomb exploded of side effects within me and I was like oh no oh god I think I'm dying which is odd for the first shot it's usually the yeah. second shot so I was like great I can't wait maybe for it'll this. be better for your second shot because you're like super processing right now that's what I think and it only lasted mm-hmm. eight hours it was eight hours of just feeling like you were crawling on the floor with the flu yeah. but I didn't yeah. have a fever I thought my skin was boiling hot to the touch, but it was ice cold. I was like <laughs> shivering and shaking under a thousand blankets, but like, you know, drenched in sweat. It was awful, awful, awful. Like inflammation 
yeah. heat throughout my whole body. And then at, it was started at like 8 p.m. And at 4 a.m. I was like, I feel amazing. It just stopped oh, yeah. as fast as it happened. So that's amazing. Yeah. I, I had a phone call with a friend, an old friend I was catching up with on Sunday, and she got her second vaccine at the end of last week. Mm. And she said she just she knew it was going to be bad. And so she literally had like pre-made soup for herself and had pre-taken off work and was like, she goes, yep, it was a day and a half. I felt like I had the flu. It fucking sucked. I laid on the couch to watch movies and ate soup and then I was fine. Yeah. I was like, great. That sounds wonderful. I know I could (laughs) use a day and a half to myself to just like relax. I'm fine with that, especially the great thing is, you know, it's not the flu. Like the flu Mm -hmm. will linger for weeks. It'll take everything out of you. But everyone's like pretty much the same. Everyone of my friends who have had it, they're like, yeah, it's like a day and a half. And then uh, like you literally all of a sudden one minute feel like death. And the next you're like, okay, done. Yeah. (laughs) Like antibodies activated. (sighs) Isn't science amazing? amazing? (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Like, Tammy, we could hug each other in real life one day. <laughs> I'll cry. That I am, I'm literally affected right now. That I, I have not, and I'm lucky. I'm, I'm very lucky. I am near my parents. I have my pod of my best friend from school and her baby, you know, that I was babysitting yeah. for so long. And then my parents. And so I see those people, but I do not touch them. Yeah. I touch the baby. It's so hard. You know? <laughs> yeah, I touch a but, baby. I mean, that sounded creepy. You know, I oops. touch babies. Yeah. <laughs> I touch babies a lot. <laughs> Can't keep those babies. babies off me. Just got um, my hands all over those babies. <laughs> we're we're babysitters. I haven't hugged my parents Aww. in a year. And I was living with them. That's and I hadn't hugged them. Easy. Oh, that's even, sometimes that's fucking harder. You know, it's just like I haven't seen my family in over 13 months now, but which is I'm like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But if I were to see them and not be able to hug them, I would would be really torturous. It's the weirdest because we really my parents and I, we see each other every other week, probably. And like. Uh, I'll go over there or they'll come over here and we uh, we feel it like at the like okay see you later bye I guess Mm. I'll just walk out the door (laughs) so weird it's very strange (laughs) it's so strange the literal only human contact I've had besides like a doctor appointment like the dermatologist who like touched my skin with her gloves on the only human contact I've had and 13 months or more is my husband and this toddler that I nanny for. That's it. Yeah. That's and one of my love languages is touch. Is touch. Yes. Yes. You're a good hugger. I love hugs. You're a good hugger too. I miss hugging. I love hugging people, which is weird because I'm always like, get out of my bubble, people. But then also like, I'm like, unless it's to hug me. Uh uh (laughs) But then go away. Let's. Let's plan a hugging trip. Oh my <laughs> god! I love it. <laughs> oh my Should god! Should we talk about ghosts? I'm really sorry. Yeah, I let's just talk about to... ghosts. We just needed 15 minutes to just get warm and fuzzy. You really think that we would have gotten it out of our system already? But we no, didn't. no, oh. you guys, you can't break us apart. We love each other. 
Well, this week, oh, it was for a reason too, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, yes, it was your genius reason. The day that this episode is dropping uh-huh. is National Beer Day. I'm she gonna, said with such conviction. I, I have our, I have our uh, oh, Google you're sheet. It I, is April seventh. Is National Beer Day, Tammy? Oh my gosh, April seventh. Oh my God, April seventh. Good for us. So this is, so the theme of today's episode is, this is going to fucking kill me because you know I can't say this word. I don't know how it's to say it. It's a hard it. word. I'm going to try. Okay. One, two, three. Haunted breweries. <laughs> <laughs> I watched you overthink it, but you still performed. Breweries. 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 You know, it's one of the nice things about being Texan is sometimes we put too many syllables in things and then sometimes we take syllables away. So I feel like it's two syllables for me. Breweries. I think that New Yorkers are the same. You know, it could either be breweries or it could be brewery. So yeah. How about about a brewery? Because they're haunted. Because they're haunted. Oh, that tickled me. Oh, that tickled and delighted me. It's a brewery. That's all we needed. This is the problem Fuck. solved. Problem, problem fucking solved. solved. <laughs> oh, Amy. Well, Ooh, I think girl. it's a mystery to both of us what we might be consuming today. Mm, is it made mm. with hops and barley and deliciousness? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm almost already done with mine, and I'm very okay, sad about it. What are you having? Okay, so mine has nothing to do with the brewery that brewery that I chose. But mm-hmm. I'm having one of my favorite beers. It's from the Kona Brewing Company. Let me take that. Oh, out. I love cozy. that. I ah. Oh, wait, yes. it's backwards. It is no, the blonde ale, mm-hmm. and um. It is, yeah, it's from, I think it's from the Big Island, but it is, holy yeah. shit, it's so fucking good. I used so to get that a lot. Good. Actually, so you know good. what? The The minute I moved to California, when I moved to Los Angeles, I remember my first trip to the Ralph's down the street, I bought that brand, I bought Kona, Ugh, like a like a mix amazing. pack. Yes, yes, yeah. I've had the mix mm-hmm. pack, it's really yeah. Really delightful. Takes me back to the islands, you know, Tams. Aww. But I'm so excited to show you my new koozie that I got at that <gasps> Halloween shop on Magnolia Boulevard that you and I used to go, like, <gasps> shopping. Yes! <laughs> like, Halloween Town or whatever town? it's called. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, like, whenever we needed props for shows, we'd, like, go shopping they were there. there. Yes! So we went in the other day on a total whim, and I got this koozie. Now, it's going to be backwards, I think, but... No, no, I can it's see It's from... It. Beetlejuice. It's the <gasps> handbook. Handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> so cute. I had to get it. I mean, we were in the shop like six days ago and I was like, I have to get this for our podcast. It has uh-huh. to. It's a have to have, you know, have to have so it. So cute. So that is what I am drinking, even though the location of my haunted brewery is in Portland, Oregon. So, like, you could get a cheap flight from Portland to, like, yeah. Hawaii. So, it, it goes. No problems there. <laughs> well, I did similar because I picked um, the Moon River Brewing Company in Savannah. Oh, my God. That, that, I know that's going to be the most haunted place. More haunted than mine. It's right? Savannah. And, and so, I 
I I did look a little bit to see if I could get some of their stuff in store. That was a no. So I did the next best thing for the Moon River Brewing Company. I'm having a blue moon. Oh my god, fucking genius. Yes. I- also had not had Blue Moon since I got sick off of it in Chicago when I was like 19. Oh, d- <laughs> <laughs> it was like, a, like Blue Moon, I feel like is a good entry beer because it, it doesn't really taste like beer. And so yes. when you're a child and you don't like beer and then you drink, you're little and you drink three of them and throw up. So then I'm like, I never want this again. And I was like, damn, this is a good beer. It <laughs> is. And like, you know, as a child who's drinking and getting sick on them, they they garnish it with a big orange wedge. An orange, you know, yeah. orange circle. And it's like, ooh, fruit. So fancy. <laughs> yeah, I almost cut up. I have some cuties. I don't have any Me oranges. Too. I just I have two cuties. of them. <laughs> I almost did that. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Just plop little bits of cutie into the uh, bottle. Right. Well, Amy, uh, to the last dregs of yours. Cheers. Uh, (laughs) Cheers. I couldn't stop myself. Mm -hmm. Mm. Good for you. Mm. So good. It's so Uh, good. Oh, Uh, man. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Tell you what. Uh, wait, I was trying to like time it with your drink. Cause I was like, you'll have nothing to drink. So you go first. Okay. You get it. And then it. you'll have a little to drink when I'm going. <laughs> okay. I still have like 20% remaining. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So mine is, it doesn't really even talk about the brewery itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is called. Old Town Pizza and Brewing in Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Oh, my. And Tammy, I'm so excited that you did a place in Savannah because... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not the reason I'm so excited. Now you but... got 22% left. <laughs> <laughs> All over my mic. I just put a straw to my microphone. <laughs> Get that those beer droplets out of that windscreen. Mm. <laughs> so I remember... This is just coming to me now. So when you did a restaurant in Savannah once. Sounds Do you remember that? Right. And nope. oh, the creepy ice cream guy. Creepy ice, creepy ice cream guy. Yes. This is becoming a tradition. He looked at me. I forgot my oh, window's open and oh. people can see inside. <laughs> He's like, get that microphone out of here. Oh, my God. Oh, he looked no. at you. Oh, my God. Do you think he this heard is, us? I, I can't close the window. <laughs> it was very scary. Sammy, I don't want to see you getting kidnapped by a creepy ice cream man right? in front of me. I, I, me neither. I can That'd do. be so embarrassing. At least you can accurately describe my pants. <laughs> yeah, just show them mine. Like she was, she wearing, was wearing these. these. <laughs> Except hers have a little mended hole in them. There's a little hole right on the booty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, sorry for interrupting it's you. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I don't think we've recorded the podcast any other way, but interrupting yeah, right? each other with laughter. <laughs> Okay, so, so I did a uh, haunted restaurant in Savannah, allegedly. And remember we were cracking up because, like, sailors are, would, like, kidnap. They would call them sh- getting shanghai Yes, they and would shanghai them. Yes, yeah. they got shanghai Well, mine has a little something, like, part of that history <gasps> as well. I guess it happened in Portland, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. So, okay, so I was going to, like, first go into some Portland history, but now that we're, like, doing, now that we're, like, I don't know, 24 minutes in, I'm like, (laughs) it's not important. Um, What I just, oh, I'm sorry. My sources are porchdrinking.com. 
Oh. Right? Portlandghost.com, theghostinmymachine.com, and onlyinyourstate.com. So, nice. Um, so the only thing I really appreciated about this person's uh, write-up on Portland's history, I feel like it was Portland Ghost. God, I don't know. Was that mm-hmm. they did talk about uh, the native, what natives lived there before white settlers came and killed them Mm -hmm. all off. Um, So I just want to put it out there that um, for centuries, the land that Portland is now located on was occupied by several Chinook tribes. And Mm -hmm. then the white colonists um, killed them with malaria and small park, small parks, you know, teeny tiny little parks, tiny parks and rocks. No vaccines for those. No, no. But parks grew bigger through the centuries. And Mm -hmm. uh, that was herd park community. Um, (laughs) Small pox and all that shit. So anyway, I'm going to skip the rest of the history because it's boring to me now. It was interesting (laughs) yesterday. I feel that. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah, I'm like, mine is, my research is too long. So I'll be doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, history, mystery. Let's get to the fucking ghosts. Okay, so Old Town Pizza um, Mm -hmm. opened in 1974. And it's in the heart of downtown Portland. And um, it serves great pizza, apparently. I don't know, West Coast pizza. (laughs) I'm like, I know you guys. Um, But (laughs) it's also a hub for supernatural activity. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so the building itself was uh, built in 1880. And it was a hotel called the Merchant Hotel. Mm. And that makes it one of Portland's oldest standing buildings because Portland's a fairly new city. It was established in 1859. So that's pretty. Yeah. I forget that the West Coast cities were a little behind, you know. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because Gold Rush was 1849. So that would have been in San Francisco. So then it took them 10 years to get up there and make a town. Exactly. And then 21 years later. A hotel because it was just so popular, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so the Merchant Hotel was a hot spot for Portland High Society. There's probably like population 20. Um, So Portland High Society, um, it had luxurious accommodations and one of the only hydraulic elevators in the city. Shit! Sign me up. Don't get me started on elevator types. You know, I was an office manager getting my RPA were for you, property management. Were you all about them hydraulic elevators, girl? It's just it's the it's the chapter of the re, the Bomai Institute studies that I did that really stuck with me, and I remember the different kinds of elevators. And so that's so for a while I'd get an elevator and be like, mm, this is hydraulic. <laughs> Typically, you don't have hydraulic on more than four floors. So oh, okay. Yeah, keep I, that in mind. Interesting. Good to it's know. It's not, but thank you. Everything's interesting <laughs> to me because I know nothing. I'm gonna I'm go like, find the. I'm gonna go find those binders. I have those binders at my parents' house. I'm gonna go relearn about buildings and shit. Yeah, that's like, why not. Oh, I just spat all over my microphone. Oh my god, I can see it. Ew. Don't look, I guess don't, don't look. Ew, it was cute white. though. It's white. No, you have you have cute spit. Ew, you have cute spit. it was bubbly and white. Okay, I don't want to hug you anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my, my microphone is now vaccinated, guys. <laughs> Herd immunity. 
So the hotel, the Merchant Hotel, was also known to be frequented by sex workers. Okay, so Mm -hmm. we'll just leave that there. Um, The Merchant Hotel was built above the city's infamous Shanghai Tunnels. So the city has a bunch of tunnels underground. And this author was like, well... I don't know if this is true, but yes, there are tunnels, but I think it was just used to like, you know, get goods and supplies to restaurants and mm-hmm. hotels. But it like is, you do, because it's weird to do it the normal way I know. on the land. Why build really intricate, dangerous underground structures and, and tunnels and a whole system when you could just deliver someone's delivery to their doorstep is beyond me but um so a bunch you know people would men typically would get like drugged at pubs mm-hmm. kidnapped and uh and shanghaied through the ho- uh, the tunnels and they call it that because the cargo ships or the ships were basically typically going to shanghai so they say mm-hmm. basically it was you were being forced to be a pirate kind of um against your will yeah. I think there used to be the phrase like on a long ship to Shanghai was a phrase they used to say because it was kind of like, again, it was going to take you months to get there. So your choices were be a pirate or sit in a jail in the bottom of a boat. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. And like, why would you even Shanghai a person if they're just going to sit in a jail? Like they're not doing work for you. It's really smart, honestly. Like, I mean, it's nefarious and evil, but it's really smart because it's like no one would sign up for that. But then they're just like, fuck, I guess I will. Right. (laughs) I can't get off. Guess I'll be a pirate. Okay. You got me. Uh, At least there's rum involved. You hope. Um, (laughs) So the merchant finally closed its doors. Um, uh, No one was really eager to move in there because like it just had, you know, such like a spotty history and it got kind Mm -hmm. of like dilapidated. And so in 1974, Old Town Pizza took up residency. Like that's all it's been is the merchant and Old Town Pizza. And wow. I know. And the pizza place itself sits in the former lobby of the old hotel. And wow. I saw, I looked at all the pictures. It's crazy. Like when you walk in, it's completely been preserved. It's like walking into the 1880s. It's super, wow. super cool and creepy with like, ow, I just poked myself in the eye. I watched it happen and there was ah. nothing I could do to stop it. I'm falling apart. <laughs> ah, side really, effects of vaccine eyeball poking. eyeball po- involuntary eyeball poking <laughs> Ooh, i just had an itch in my around my eye and i missed and i went right into my fucking eyeball ah chihuahua okay so um the window where you order your pizza used to be the registration desk for the hotel i know Dang. i look like a pirate because i'm only have one eye open <laughs> I'm trying really hard to not address it, but it's very cute. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when you're really drunk and you're seeing double, so you close one eye. Yeah, you and close like, one eye. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I swear, I swear 80% of a beer did not get me drunk. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, where you where you order your pizza, that used to be the registration desk. It's so crazy. I'll, I'll post the photos. Um... Okay, so the vintage fixtures and antique furniture aren't the only things here that date back to the property's old days. It's oh, really? said there's also a ghost named Nina, who <gasps> spelled Nina, but pronounced Nina, 
um, who has been here for more than 100 years. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk about Nina. She was um, allegedly a sex worker who basically lived in the basement of the Merchant Hotel with her 12-year-old daughter. Some articles called her a sex slave. Others just said she frequented the hotel for work so often that it was her home in a way. Mm. So, but she pretty much hung in the basement uh, with with her 12-year-old daughter. Um, So, unhappy with this area's uh, seediness back in the day, Christian missionaries came, they started, you know, talking to the sex workers like, hey... Um, we can free you of this life. We can get you into a home and and a job mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. stuff if you will let us know, like, basically, like, who's your John? Who are you working for? Um, so they were trying to, like, clean up the neighborhood, so to speak. So um, they said, we'll help you build a new life. So she agreed. But then soon after that, she was found dead at the bottom of the Merchant Hotel's elevator shaft. <gasps> The hydraulic elevator the shaft. Hydraulic oh, elevator God. Shaft. Their their glory, their their pride, Tammy. A dead <sighs> body. Now it's tainted forever. Um, so it's not known whether she was betrayed by the missionaries and thrown down the shaft after she told them everything that she knew, or whether she was tossed down there by one of her Johns or other roughs from the neighborhood in order to keep mm-hmm. her from talking. It could have been either. Or it could have been neither, says the writer. Um, Or it could have been both. It could have been everything. I just don't (laughs) know why I said that. That made no sense. Um, Tried to, Tammy, I tried to one-up you on that joke and it didn't work. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Or it could have been... Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, okay. So here's the here's the hauntings of Nina. Um, according to the owner of Old Town Pizza and Brewing, his name is Adam Milne, Nina's presence is a regular occurrence. Guests report seeing Nina in various parts of the pizzeria, but her presence is mostly felt in the back room, which shares a wall with the old elevator shaft. <laughs> Some guests have reported seeing a woman in a black dress in the dining room who disappears into thin air. Ten years ago, a very skeptical general manager saw a like, skeptical of ghosts uh, saw a woman in a black dress head to the basement. He followed her down the stairs to let her know they weren't open, and instead found the room completely empty. Um, the pizzeria's beer and wine dist- wait beer and wine distributor don't they make their own beer? Is this not a brewery? Did I fail? No, I'm sure you can't just have your own beer. Oh, Maybe that's they only have true. one or two. That's true. You usually diversify a bit. You've got yeah, your yeah, own yeah. tanks, your vats of beer. Okay, okay. Yeah, you got to bring in the Guinness, you know? You got it for like the tourists who are like, where's my Budweiser? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. Um. Uh. Okay, so Old Town's beer and wine distributor has reported seeing Nina as well. Other strange occurrences include a woman who reached out to Old Town Pizza after reading reading about Nina on their website and claimed that Nina haunted her room when she was a little girl staying at the hotel back in the, <gasps> back in the day. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause it was like a hotel through like the sixties. Um, while 
the manager or the owner has yet to come across Nina personally. He does recall a picture frame moving while he was doing paperwork in the lobby and has video evidence to prove it. There was no link, though, sadly. Another possible Nina sighting came when a customer shared a photo that captures a ghostly Halloween face, howling face. And Tammy, I am going to have to post it on Instagram because it's very scary. It's so scary, Tammy. It's like Mm. this picture of a piece of art that clearly has maybe some reflection, but on the upper left-hand corner, there is what is so obviously, I'm looking at it and I'm scared right now. It is so obviously this like white-faced ghost lady like, like yelling. Like, Ooh. yeah, her mouth is agape. Her eyes look black. It's so fucking spooky, but it does not look doctored. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, one delivery person recounted once to the pub manager um, that he saw a body of smoke floating by the stairs in the basement. He felt a chill go up his spine when he uh, set eyes on the smoke. And then he said the cloud just rushed right up the stairs. Um, The staff reports hearing a woman whispering in the basement, um, smelling the scent of perfume, and hearing a child giggling from behind the bar. I know. Soon after people started to see Nina, another woman in a white dress began to appear. So Uh-oh. Nina's in a black dress, and now there's some chick in a white dress. I wonder if uh-huh. it's her daughter. I wonder if her daughter came back in the afterlife Ooh. to try and find her mummy. I was going to say, like, these reports keep saying she lived down there with her 12-year-old daughter, and I'm like, for how long? And for how long was that girl 12? I know. You know? Like, and what happened to her once her mother was thrown down the elevator shaft? Yeah. Like, yeah. I have questions. I have some questions, too. Um, so now there's this woman in a white dress. And no one seems to know who she is, only that she has a mischievous presence. Um, Guests report seeing the woman floating towards them as they enter the restaurant late at night. And sometimes she motions towards the basement where the Shanghai tunnels are. And other times she just rushes through the restaurant. And uh, last thing is there is, if you look down the old elevator shaft, which is not in use anymore... There is a brick at the bottom of it that says Nina's name. (gasps) How did it get there? And how would you throw the brick down knowing that it would land face up? Unless they put it on each side of the brick. But anyway, spooky. uh, That the only reason that occurred to me, a name on every side is because one year we were going to Thanksgiving at at family or no, no, it was Easter. And my dad had made eggs and he had hard boiled a bunch of eggs so that we could dye them. Right. And he hard boiled them and he put them back in the egg carton. And then to let us know that these eggs were hard boiled and not to be used, he wrote hard boiled on the top of it. And then he wrote hard boiled on the side of it. And then he turned to the front and wrote hard boiled and turned to the other side and wrote hard-boiled. And then the back, you guessed it, he wrote hard-boiled. So that no, only if you had flipped the eggs upside down would you have been confused about whether or not they were regular or hard-boiled. Your dad is so thorough. He really I thinks. I 
made him take a picture with all sides of it because I was like, Dad, also, literally no one gets the eggs out but you. You're the only person that eats the eggs. <laughs> Did you need to be reminded? This podcast is just turning into me roasting my dad all the time, I'm noticing. Because <laughs> he's the best. Oh he's my the God, best he of is. us. He really is. He really, that's really why. is. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, the thing is, if you act, try to crack open a hard-boiled egg, you find out right away. And then find you don't right continue away. doing it. But yeah, he didn't want it. an uneven amount of eggs. You put it in the Ziploc. You stick it back in the fridge. You there go you about go. your day. There you go. Also reminds me that I love that this episode is dropping like a few days after Easter oh, yeah. Sunday. But we're like, no, it's National Beer Day. It's Beer Day. <laughs> I'm done with Easter episodes. I don't know why. I was like, we did churches. What else do you want? (laughs) Oh, my God. Tammy, my psychic that you've seen, too, just texted me. Oh, my God. Okay. I she came up in my phone the other day. Oh, my goodness. I was I was looking for something. And and I still have her saved as her name and then Amy's psychic underneath her name that's how it's saved for me too you know it's so funny my sister asked for her uh info the other day so I shared the contact and she goes Mm -hmm. lol I love that it says Amy's psychic I'm like okay it's because I didn't have her info saved yeah so I think I reached out to our friend Rachel or you or someone maybe it was me even I was like could you just give me her info again? And so I just saved it as it came. Yeah. And so now in my phone, it says, Danielle, it says Amy Psychic. <laughs> that's what mine says. Um, that's hilarious. I was thinking about reaching out to her. Actually, I reached out to another psychic. That's a, that's a whole other thing. I'll I, let you guys I know saw, if I hear anything. I saw a different one um, earlier in the pandemic just to test mm-hmm. the waters. Danielle's yep. still my number one, though. Anyway, we digress. That was the story. Oh, of, yes. Sorry. Um, the, oh, shit. <laughs> Killed I, your I, ending. Of, I just closed closed out my research page. Now I don't remember the name of it. Old Town Pizza Old and Town. Brewing in Portland, Oregon. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. <sighs> Can we please just get to the most haunted fucking city in the world that I hope I never have to go to? Savannah, Savannah. Georgia. Savannah, my I'm friends. I'm really, really, really scared because Savannah okay, is so haunted excited because I have a lot of research and so I remember it was good okay so I got my research from ghostcitytours.com love that site Moon River Brewing Company's own website and I think that's it actually um okay skipping that okay uh I will give a little history of the Moon River Brewing Company because uh the place that houses it was built in 1821 by a person named Elazer Early. It's E L A Z E R. Elazer. Elazer. Sure. Sounds like very hip. And guess what? It was first used as the city hotel. <gasps> the Sims. Sims. Right? Shanghai Tunnels. Uh-huh, hotel uh-huh. turned brewery. OMGs. So prominent and wealthy residents regularly gathered. Um, and because it was a place where they imported a lot of like spirits as well. Not ghosty <laughs> spirits, but drinky spirits. Okay. Um, and let's see. Oh, James Audubon was a famous uh, guest. He's Ooh. that bird bitch. Totes. Uh, Totes of Audubon <laughs> Society. Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and, uh, oh, the Savannah City Hotel hosted its last guest in 1864, 
right before General Sherman claimed the city in his famous March to the Sea during the Civil War. So when Sherman swept the South, uh, Savannah closed down. Okay. Whoa. So it was also a hospital during a bunch of yellow fever outbreaks. So tons of people died there, um, uh, mostly children, apparently. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of like child spirits that have that have been seen here. And uh, OK, so then it was purchased in 1995 when it became the Moon River Brewing Company after being empty for a while. Wow. And then that's when the ghost stories began. Ooh, ooh, okay. Don't wake the ghosties. But they did. Okay. So ghosts in the basement. Um, a lot of attention gets paid in the basement um, because uh, there is a ghost down there that the staff calls Toby. Um, I don't think it says why they call this ghost Toby. They just do. Um, <laughs> love that. Love that. Why not? Um, the, um, so people who go on ghost tours down there because they do their own ghost tours, uh, frequently have interactions and, uh, it says during a recent ghost tour, a young woman was down there and just started to panic. Like she was like hyperventilating and just kind of freaking out. And, uh, she said her entire right-hand side of her body became icy cold all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, sounds like Amy. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> it is my right side all the time. Crazy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Your right side goes cold all the time. Yeah. Um, and then she said that she was hearing voices but couldn't make out what they were saying. So they, like, quickly took her outside and she calmed down. Uh, but like nobody could explain why that had happened. And since then, several people have reported similar feelings, like just having like a cold wash over them and just feeling like very upset in the basement, which I always feel upset in basements. Yeah. I don't like basements. They're good, bad news. (laughs) Good, bad Um, news. Whoops. (laughs) They're bad news. They're bad news. Well, it's good for us because of the podcast. This is true. Um, if it weren't for basements, we'd probably have no We podcast. would be out of business without <laughs> basements. Um, okay, so let's go to the second floor now. Oh, uh, okay, great. So the second floor is haunted. And <laughs> this first article I read. Oh, I also did Wikipedia. Sorry. I should have cited them. Because this article was like, because of the famous uh, killing of this person. And I was like, I don't know that. What are you talking about? And so I went to Wikipedia, and great news, there was an entire entry because these people had a duel. Whoa. Okay, so there was a duel that happened. Um, Philip Minus, uh, he was a physician, and he was uh, part of an old Savannah family. And uh, then there was this guy named James Stark, not of Iron Man, uh, I think, and he was in the Georgia legislature. Okay, so they had fucking beef, right? Um, and uh, let's see. So you'd think that an entry on Wikipedia that was literally like minus Stark duel would be really interesting. It's not. So <laughs> it's I'm, a, a duel is interesting. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so this duel happened while it was still a hotel? Yeah. Whoa. What a weird so, place for a duel. Like, yeah, meet me in was, the lobby of the Four Seasons. 
It was on August 9th in uh, 1832. Ew, well, it's I think they were just so there. hot. So hot and smelly. Oh, Ew. Right? Humid. They were just mad. Oh, yeah. They didn't know what they were saying. So I do have an, aqua- uh, an account. Okay. Stark insulted the absent minus. So he didn't even say it to his fucking face. Oh. But he's he said awful things. But I'll repeat them because that's what he said. Spill he the tea. A, a quote damned jew <gasps> no Rude. no evidence yeah and then he said he quote ought to be pissed upon Ew. <laughs> and, and it says and so forth as if we could could then extrapolate what the next insult would be amy if someone said called someone a damned jew and that they ought to be pissed upon what would the next insult be do you think um i'm gonna either go with uh burned in a concentration camp in a hundred oh, years yeah. from now or uh-huh. shit on their chest good old golden shit shower chi- followed by oh. cleveland steamer cleveland steamer <laughs> good old cleveland a steamer. steamer when you piss and mm-hmm. shit on someone's body at the same time is there anything more satisfying than when you go to the bathroom and you're able to one and two? I mean, just get it all done with, I right? tell you what, it's one mm-hmm. of the blessings mm-hmm. of being a lady because you could just yep. do both at once and just not have to like... Oh my God, I had never thought about that. Gentlemen have to transition. Yes, finally, we have a one-up on that situation because I'm always like, I wish I could pee standing up. But then I'm like, I mean, don't think I didn't ask my husband. I was like, yeah. Do you ever, like, what do you do when you're, like, peeing and suddenly you have to poop? He doesn't care to talk about those things. But I'm like, tell yeah, me what I was going to say. Ithamar probably doesn't care to talk about this. I will say, <laughs> like, I feel like because we're already in poop position, it's like, just the body so is easier. just like, let's just handle this. Because you're relaxed. You're you're releasing uh-huh, already. Uh-huh. And so the body's like, I got a little surprise for you. And it's like, bring it. I'm here. Why not? Let's do this. I love it. Why the I've heck? told you. Oh. I've told you about my uh, uh, my FUD, right? Because I went camping. No, what's fu- FUD? Female urination device. <gasps> I've seen those pop up. Oh, I own one. On like targeted advertisements because yeah. I'm always talking about having to pee on the go. Is it? Yeah. Oh my God. How it's does it work? How does it work? Good. It's like a, yeah, it's wonderful. It's like a soft rubber funnel thing. That's really like designed to cover basically your entire like labia area and you stick it in. Like you can just unzip and like stick it in over and you just pee. Amazing. And there's a, a big spout that comes out. The only, my only complaint is that it is bright pink. So <laughs> when I'm kind of like being discreet kind of during the day, I'm like, this should be a little more flesh colored, maybe. Because, like, then maybe people will think that I'm a dude. You yeah, know, like, I'm cool get with that. Like, camo on that thing or something. Yeah. Come on, guys. Bright pink. It's like, Love this will really bud. make the ladies buy it. It's bright Love pink. Love it. Love it. We'll never complain about it. Sweet. It's delightful. Uh, anyway, pissed upon. Um, <laughs> so, heard about it, got mad came decided to fight blah 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 like i don't blame him if somebody was like that damn i'm not jewish but and i'm so white you can't have anything racist towards me but if you're like that damn woman i'm gonna piss on her and i i'd fight i'd be mad i'd be pretty angry i'd be like let's duel motherfucker you ain't pissing on me unless i invite you to so somebody got 
challenged at the duel. They sent their seconds in. It didn't work out. Oh, here's okay. Here's the piss ass part. Um, so minus decided that uh, he was like, well, I can't duel with you because my rifle is being repaired. <laughs> and Stark was like, you don't duel with a fucking rifle. You duel with pistols, you dumb fuck. And Minus was like, well, sorry, we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to do it tomorrow. And um, then they were just like, no, anyway, we're just going to do this. So they went into the, the bar room of the city hotel and uh, Minus called Stark coward. Maybe he reached for a pistol. Minus shot him through the chest and killed him. Oh, dear. God. It didn't end. end well, huh? Well, I was really uh, expecting a happy ending out of that. Yeah, I was really <laughs> expecting this duel would end well. No, he, uh, he died. So now I guess it's haunted. All right. <laughs> so then there was, uh, oh, there was this unnamed author. Because I went and I looked for who wrote this and there was... There was not an author. So sorry, person. You should have put your name on it. You tried. Uh, And they said, I personally have been witness to two events at Moon River, which can only be explained by the ghosts messing with people. I started smiling when I read this because I remembered it as I'm reading it. (laughs) It's good. All right. Last summer, I was on a date with a lovely young lady. We went to the Moon River for dinner. During the course of dinner, she excused herself to the restroom. The minutes ticked by as I started to wonder if she really bailed on me. <laughs> ah, ah. Oh, this is great. Almost 10 minutes later, she came back to the table, tears streaming down her face. Okay, so to me, I was like, she shit herself and she could not clean herself up. <laughs> and like, we've all been there. We've all been there. You're at a brewery. You're on a date. You shit yourself. <laughs> you got to throw away your underwear. And then he's going to think you're fast because you're not wearing underwear. I think we have all had. Have we not? Is this not? Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Me. Timmy. Okay. I mean, okay. yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So she comes back. Tears streaming on her face. Maybe there's another explanation. Uh, I asked her what was wrong. Is everything Okay. After she took a deep breath and composed herself, she proceeded to tell me that she was in one of the stalls. When she tried to exit, the door would not open. She assured me the door wasn't locked. She pushed on the door with all her weight, but the door would not budge. She started to panic, but didn't want to cause a scene. After trying for another minute, she desperately called out, let me out of this stall. She gave the door another push, and it opened right away. I know that's spooky. If it like if that were to happen in real life, yes, thank God yeah. you're on a toilet because you will shit yourself. But also uh-huh. a great alibi. It's like actually she was tra- texting her friends like this date is going terribly. It's good. Yeah, I need an excuse. Come get me out of here. But she had really bad service, so the text she accidentally going- she texted one of us, and we were like, "Say there's a ghost." <laughs> Just that you couldn't get out of your stall, and suddenly use the ghost excuse. The ghost excuse. Um. Okay. So she blah, blah, blah. Okay. So a waitress came by our table to refill our drinks. She noticed my date was a mess and asked if everything was okay, which I'm like, good. Good (laughs) girl. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. (laughs) 
My date said, you won't believe me if I told you, but something just happened to me in your restroom. I think a ghost was messing with me. And the waitress said, yeah, you're not the first one to have this happen to you. The ghost likes to hang out in the women's restroom for some reason. They love the ladies' restrooms. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <gasps> oh, and okay. that's when her date was like, oh, thank God she's not bullshitting me. This is a real right? thing. So remember how he said two stories? Here we go. Another time I was having, I was sitting at a dining table having dinner with a friend. Hmm. All of a sudden she. Oh, he really likes to bring his dates to this place, huh? He brings (laughs) all the ladies to this place is what I'm saying. (laughs) And I wonder what, like, okay, it's a friend, but like. But it's a she. We all know boys don't have friends that are girls. I've learned this. They Um, don't know how to do platonic relationships. They just don't. They really don't. They have no idea. She must have been married to somebody else. Um, Okay. All of a sudden, she jumps and her face turns. Okay, I remember this story now. It's going to get even better. All of a sudden, she jumps and her face turns white almost instantly. All the blood drained from her skin. I asked her what was wrong. She said, something has grabbed my leg twice. The first time, I thought it was you. (laughs) But this time, I saw both your hands where I can see them. Okay, so that should be scary, but also, like, who's this friend that was like, I ignored it the first time because I thought you were grabbing my leg? I was just thinking that. It's like, wait, you're with a platonic friend, and you think he's grabbing your leg, and you're like, I won't say anything. Suddenly understand why this guy did not put his name on this. Um, (laughs) I asked her what she meant. Something grabbed her leg. She said it felt like someone had gripped her thigh and squeezed, and she could feel a hand squeezing her leg. And she refused to ever go back to the Moon River Brewing Company since. Wow. Yowzies. That's a pervy ghost. Definitely a male ghost. Especially if it's hanging out in the ladies' room. I mean, it's the I dude mean, the, from the duel. Every, every fucking time. Yeah. All right. There's little things about shadowy things and construction crews being chased out and people being pushed downstairs, but nothing like super exciting. But other than that... The p- worst place to take a date in the entire world is <laughs> the Moon River Brewing Company and Savannah, Georgia. Indeed. You, someone's <laughs> going to be groping and squeezing your date, and then they're going to ditch you and hang out in the bathroom for like a good 10, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. So, mm-hmm. Also, if you take your date to the Savannah Brewing Company, this dude's going to be like, yo, this is where I take my dates. Get out of here. <laughs> So don't date that guy. If you get asked for on a date and it's a guy that's like, oh, yeah, I know all the waitresses by name. That's the dude. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Do it. Don't or call us. You can text us from the bathroom. Yes. Yes. Just DM us on the mm-hmm. IG right away and be like, yep. what excuse do I come up with? And it's like, okay. First, let us know, did you actually just shit your pants and you're just trying to clean up? Like, cause- Because we have excuses for that, too. We're ready. You have shit your pants excuses. I have tons of piss yourself excuses. Like, Mm -hmm, we got mm -hmm, this. mm -hmm. We got this, guys. Uh, You're all very welcome. That was great. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) One of these days, I'll never go to Savannah with anyone but you. I don't think I have the courage, and I just don't have the desire. I hear it's Mm -hmm. a beautiful city. Yeah, I mean, I'd we, like to go. Yeah, we did a whole episode. I think it was just Haunted Savannah. Um, so. Although I can't remember what I did. Um, but yeah, that's, I would love to go, but also 
not want to go. You know. I have not really been to that part of the country at all. I've been to Orlando in Florida. And then like up there, the farthest south I've been was D.C. I've been all over. Where did I go? Oh, because your sister lives. Yeah, my sister lives in South in Charleston, and then she did Mm -hmm. live in Pensacola for a while. And she went to the University of Florida, which is in Gainesville. And then there's a big game every year, football, like the Florida Florida Georgia game, Uh and it's such a big rivalry. You can't have it at UF or in Georgia, so they do it in. It's in some neutral territory, basically. Shit, now I'm... And I went... It's not Pensacola. No, I think it's... it's, I don't... Is it St. Augustine? I should even know. I know, you know football. Maybe it's St. Augustine. I should even know, because, yeah, I watch that game most years. Because we're the same way, because UT and OU, they meet in Dallas, which is Ah, like halfway. Yes, that's the same with this. And I think it's St. Augustine, because we didn't go to the game (laughs) itself, but we went to Hooters and watched the game. And got super drunk, and... I keep thinking that's Savannah, but it's not. But St. Augustine is like the oldest established city in what we call America. I so. And I think it's what like as haunted as Savannah, they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all I remember is not a lot because we were shit faced. I didn't go to a college that had sports. So <sighs> I was like, is this what it's like? I know. I know. I'm wearing a UT shirt right now. I moved here and the near one of the nearest highways Two exits down is Fair Park, which is where the Texas State Fair is, which is where the UTOU game happens every year. And I was literally like, I could conceivably walk to Texas OU weekend if I, I mean, I couldn't because it's rough. And, you know, I've, I've lived in some places and I would not walk there. Oh, that says a lot. That says a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I was, and then I moved here and fucking COVID, man, ruined everything. <sighs> oh, one day though, one soon day soon, because we'll by the by the next time, season. Yeah, yeah. By the time next season comes about, you'll be fully vexed, girl. <sighs> well, if you guys have stories <laughs> about um, hiding in bathrooms on bad dates and yeah. um, God, I have those. Oh, seriously oh woof or you're just like i'm just gonna sit on the toilet for 20 minutes because i just don't feel like showing my face right now even in my own house i would say my bad dates like legitimately mostly my time in the bathroom was spent me looking in the mirror and being like what are you thinking tonight (laughs) how how sad are you sad enough for what's out there because that's okay you're allowed or Are you not so sad and you should go out the back way? And you know what? Both choices are valid. I agree. I support any woman in or man, I guess, in any of those those choices. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. don't put yourself through a shit date just to be nice. You know, not yeah. worth it. If you're not, not going to go it. on a second date and you already know it 10 minutes in, just get out of there. Yes, I interrupted your transition. I'm oh sorry. shit! If you've been on a bad date or shit yourself <laughs> in public, um, or have some cool ghost encounters to share, please sure. send them our way. You can email them to upghostandpersonal at gmail dot com or uh-huh. click a fun button on our website banshees dot com. Oh, I thought I could burp, but I couldn't. Oh. Um, 
Or you can send us a DM on Instagram. We're BansheesAndBooze.com. Or you can try to get a hold of us on our ghost account on Twitter, which is Banshees. Booze. And uh, please rate, review, and subscribe Mm -hmm. to us wherever you get your podcasts. And, you know, hey, Sammy. Oh, shit. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost... Send in your second and call them anti-Semitic names. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> With your rifle and whatnot. It's rude. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. Uh, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. Just shit yourself. Just shit <laughs> yourself and get out of there like your date. That's I already do that. I didn't need that advice. I had. I'm way ahead of the game. <laughs> well, I'm going to pee myself, so I got to go. Yeah, me too, me too. Let's go pee. Let's go pee. Bye, guys. Bye.